0: 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com/work. shopify.com/work. Hello and welcome to the Future Positive Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Church. If you're brand new to the show, first off, welcome. In every episode of our podcast, we bring you the most future-forward topics, covering everything from AI to avatars to climate change and more. If you're into data-driven optimism, this is the podcast for you. Today, we'll be hearing from Brent Bushnell, entrepreneur, engineer, and CEO co-founder of 2 Bit Circus, and Chris Copeland, professional basketball player who's played for the New York Knicks, Indiana Pacers, Milwaukee Bucks, ultimately earning the nickname, The X Factor. In this candid conversation, Brent and Chris come together to talk about creativity, their experience at XPRIZE Visioneering, and the importance of experimentation in taking risks. Here we go.
1: Hi. Hey. <laughs> How are you doing? Good, man. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm, uh, my name is Chris Copeland.
2: Hi, Chris. My name is Brent Bushnell. What have you been working on?
1: Uh, well, now I'm working for Quinn Emmanuel, um, doing some business development and, and marketing there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a former former athlete. Oh, cool. Um, um, I came here um, because I'm excited to be a part of the solution. You know, a lot of people, you know, we're talking about, you know, the world has a lot of issues that, you know, we're facing um, as, as a whole and, you know, people, everybody has legitimate gripes and complaints, but what XPRIZE is doing is, is something I want to be a part of because we get to be a part of the solution. I'm, I'm excited about
2: that. Yeah. Yeah, real opportunity for that. Yeah. Though, you What's know? your yeah. background? What you, got uh, you know, my background's computer science and electrical engineering, but I've been an entrepreneur all my life. Now I run a high tech circus uh, <laughs> uh, called yeah. Two Bit Circus. Uh, so you know, we've been building big attractions for years. We just opened what we call a micro amusement park in downtown LA. Wow. Um, lots of different kinds of stuff: virtual reality arena, hundred seat interactive theater, lots more stuff. Wow. But I really think of it as a new community center. You yeah. know, we 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 grounded it in entertainment, but you know, we have a whole parallel nonprofit. We train kids. In, in science and engineering using play or right. in half the schools of Los Angeles right. um, and and you know a big thing for me is that like man technology was is awesome but it sort of lulled us into our homes alone depressed you mm-hmm. know and and we were really trying to get people back together in public again all of our entertainments you know multiplayer and you know so we're really focused on social and you know uh, uh, getting people back you know, live
1: that's what it's about i'm excited i got to see it myself I, i'm i'm upset i've never i heard of it and
2: yeah uh, i haven't had an opportunity to actually go so that's something i'd like to see for sure i can't wait to show you yeah it's really it's we we, we launched it half finished right okay. which is kind of really scary you know i mean when i when we first opened i was like oh my god please nobody come i'm so embarrassed right. you know but you kind of have to start somewhere you know mm-hmm. and and we and a lot of this stuff didn't exist nobody knew what a micro amusement park was including us and, and so we really needed to like test it and get it out there and see what people liked and then double down on the things that worked and, I, and it's interesting because I think that there's a little bit of uh, you know XPRIZE is playing in that world you mm-hmm. know of hey here's a bunch of things domains that we think are interesting what how should we tackle this and and the, uh, you know i last year the brilliance of, of visioneering really dawned on me mm-hmm. of get a lot of people together that are smart and to and can identify the domains and sort of put their arms around the issues Figure out the stuff that's going to be the most important. Pitch process, get everybody on board with what the one thing will be and then there's all of the x prize infrastructure for the rest of the year mm-hmm. to carry that thing on because mm-hmm. a lot of the times you go to a hackathon you go to these different sorts of conferences great ideas come out of it mm-hmm. and then it's monday morning and everybody's so, back to work it's doing it's their okay. own thing and the stuff right. falls on the ground right. you know and so i think this it's been a really it's neat to see the format here where there's the two part system of the sort of idea idea generation and then the execution I agree it's dope to see that somebody actually put some kind of infrastructure
1: behind the solution yeah. that's, that's what it's all about What's I mean from what you've seen thus far We've all seen
2: different, you know, different areas they're trying to tackle. What's been your favorite? Well, I loved, okay, so last year they did the full cycle of the, the, the water reclamation from air, mm-hmm. and they showed the original pitch of, of, you know, when they were making the case for it, like they're going to do today, you know, all the way through to the to the finalists and their mm-hmm. presentations, and then they brought them both on stage, and they showed you, the you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the design and what it was that was the, the winner, you know. I mean, you got to see kind of every step of the process, and... And, and you know, I mean, that was, I don't know, a 10 years, you know, summarized. Um, it was it was awesome. So seeing that completely it was really special. What's been exciting to me was
1: um, Pharrell uh, proposed uh, a revamping of the mind almost in, in, in the space of uh, low-income housing mm. um, and, you know, coming from uh, urban communities, uh, I think that's something that's near and dear to me. Just changing it from a philanthropic perspective as far as giving back and, you know, give give to these communities. He's saying, okay. We appreciate the help, but now we want to try to make it beneficial financially to those who invest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's a different perspective. If we can find ways to make it profitable, mm-hmm. we can have bigger investments, which will obviously bring about bigger change mm-hmm. um, within communities that I come from and he comes from. And I thought mm-hmm. that was really exciting to see that potentially grow. Well, we're trying to figure out exactly how that works, right? That's part of you know, you know, the, the visioneering is about is just having the vision, and then hopefully you know they'll they'll come up with a really strong <laughs> execution um, really soon. But I mean, I think just even changing that that mindset is like, listen, we're not about giving; we're about everybody winning from this thing. It's not. I mean, it is about giving, of course. We always want to give back whenever possible, but it's not only about that. Like it a can self-sustaining be machine. Exactly. Right. How do we start exactly. a
2: machine that takes off on its own?
1: Exactly. How do you how do you you know they they said uh, some of these people that are investing they want to see the return whether it's not always about money sometimes it's about seeing the progress sometimes it's about whatever but it's just changing the mindset it's like you know investing in these people that need help is not always just one-sided and mm-hmm. I think um, that was genius for
2: them to bring that about and and you know it's interesting because the you know I think we're starting to get to the point of these like multi-sided markets right mm-hmm. you know you've said hey the investors have certain things they want to see obviously the community has certain things they want to see the employees have certain things they want to see right you know we're we're getting away from that you know single orientation of a, co- of a company for all, just around the shareholders and realizing mm-hmm. hey there's lots of stakeholders in, in any of these different things and and if we can get systems that that are mindful of each of those different stakeholders then you know that's going to be a, a the company of the future
1: yeah I you thought know? it was exciting you know speaking on that like uh-huh. the importance of human capital and investing in the people you know and in general and what what how that benefits the whole you mm-hmm. know what I mean and investing mm-hmm. in the employees it's not just about the bottom line and and whatnot. So that, that was. There's a lot of really interesting speakers here. I've been able to learn a lot from being here. It's just. It's just been an awesome experience thus far. Yeah,
2: I mean, you know, I mean, even in the hallways at lunch, you know, yeah. the random person you run into. I mean, I've been, you know, I've been a nerd my whole life. I sit down yeah, next to the guy. Yeah, it's so fun to be a nerd, right? Finally, nerds are like the cool guys. It's kind of weird. I was, you know, we used to have to like pretend we weren't playing Dungeons and Dragons, and right. now all of a sudden I can talk about that openly. Well, I, think, <laughs> no, I think. I mean,
1: shout out to, shout out to Game of Thrones, right? I mean, yeah, I think, go on. I I think that made the world a, a lot cooler to be a nerd. I think, I mean, the the, the conversation is changing anyway. I think yeah. uh, the world is becoming more informed and more intellectual. Um, it's cool to be smart. I yeah. think it's. I think. think that's what these places are starting to to mesh these different backgrounds and different lifestyles and different ways of thought. All intelligent people from all different walks of life and making sure it looks. It, it's cool. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, it, it's
2: not a. It's not forced. It's uh It's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I sat next to one of the guys doing this, all the standards for the IEEE. Now the IEEE is a super nerdy, you know, electrical engineering organization. But you know, you remember 1394, the FireWire specification, and you know, all of the different, you know, Ethernet and all, this, all the all the 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 guidance around what those standards are is his set by his organization. You yeah. know, and and not only, and so it used to be a lot of like interoperability. How do we connect computer components and whatnot? He's now focusing on. Ethical standards, right? Mm-hmm. How does a company, you know, uh, make sure that their their approaches to data are ethical and mm-hmm. that they're queryable, so that there's no, you know, we, we could see, hey, was there bias, you know, in this algorithm? Was there some poor implementation, you know? Like, let's make sure that we can understand that as part of a standard. You know, that's that's powerful. You know, and Absolutely. that's the kind of stuff that we really need to be proactive against. You know, before uh, you know, we get we get you know some sort of evil. AI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've seen a bunch of those yeah. movies, right? Yeah. And, that's, and that's
1: what it's about. I mean, the social side and connecting, you know. The back end whether it be the apis and, and all that all that stuff that you know I can't I, don't, I can't say I'm a professional or, or a master at um, have not mastered that that mm-hmm. side yet but you know the social side as far as making sure it's ethical and yeah. making sure things are, are built the right way mm-hmm. and bringing those two voices together those two ideas like listen okay yeah we know you guys are creating this thing and that's why you have so much diversity in the room you know yeah. you guys are creating this thing we appreciate that but don't forget about You can't be you know, don't forget about know. the people yeah, yeah you know you're I mean? don't exactly forget right. about you
2: know that and part. And, and, I, and I think that's a, thi- a thing XPRIZE does so so awesomely is is c- interconnecting lots of different folks with lots of different backgrounds, and and all of a sudden you you know for me creativity happens at the intersection of domains. You know mm-hmm. get lots of different people with different skill sets, and you're going to bring your creative you know Absolutely. concepts from from all of your upbringing. I'm going to bring my creative concepts of my upbringing, but those things combined all of a sudden are you know yes. superpowers, you mm-hmm. Captain Planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my ideal future is is very social one. And and I've been really moved by that whole concept of blue zones. You know, there's these places around the world where they started to see, wow, these people are living into their, you know, they're crossing a hundred years old and they're still active and they're living, you know, interesting lives. And 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 you know what is what is common about those zones? And, and you know, yeah, food was a big one and genetics was a big one, but one of the major ones was like, what's the layout of your city, right? Do you get to see people regularly? Do you have regular friends and regular interactions? And, and there's a lot of that that's really around design, right? You know, how do you implement a city and, and you know, given all of the modern tech that we have, you know, there's a right answer in terms of, you know, do you have to drive to get to that place or not? Do you have a local community center or not? You know, like each of these things are going to, you know, really fundamentally change your life on a day to day basis. And you know, now we see with epigenetics and, and, you know, the ways, you know, you have your genes. Yeah, great. But how those genes are expressed in your environment that's incredible you know i mean you are a different person than you were 7 years ago right you okay. yourselves have lived for 7 years so the Eunice from 7 years ago has been changed by your life decisions since then you know i mean and 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 you know so so for me there's a lot of architecture and design that that we need to do in order to be able to get you know, good habits. You know, and 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 have people. You know, ideally, the fake meats take off, and and we and you just do you just eat that because you mm. want because it's easier and it's mm. and it tastes better and it's less expensive. You know, I mean, let's just get you know some some you know fundamental infrastructure that has us making the right decisions without even thinking about it. You know, things have to be an opt out, not an opt in. Mm. Um, there's a lot of things, but... <laughs> well, I like that. That's, I think
1: somebody mentioned that. I think they were talking about post-scarcity, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's sort of in that same room. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's
2: a, a post-scarcity, a that Post-scarcity is a great point. way to think about it, where yeah. it's like, hey, yeah. the world is amazing and wonderful. You know, we know actually the right solution. Mm-hmm. You know, let's just get it evenly distributed. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Whew. That, and that's a tough to follow. I don't even know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> know what <laughs> which one uh, was, was? Was there any one of those things? Because there was a few different concepts. Yeah. Was there any one of them that that felt like you know got something going in your brain? You yeah. What,
1: what? I mean. I mean. What it's all about is is continually continuing to push the envelope. And yeah. I, I like. I like. I think here, right here we're honestly breaking down thought, um, in the sense that the old ways were good and to a point, but we're trying to actually create. New things, and mm-hmm. I think what's 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 really dope here is if we can break it down even smaller, is to actually changing thought. Like whatever yeah. we thought was possible, we have to realize there are better ways to do things. We just mm-hmm. haven't found them yet. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that that can apply in politics. I can apply in creation as we're doing here with uh, actually trying to invent uh, new systems and new product. Mm-hmm. I just think we should break down, you know, our actually what we know as normal and what we know as to be our limits, and 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 try to push them. And I think that's what's been what's been going on here Um, that's what's exciting to see and I I mean for my ideal world I want us to continue to do that going forward even wherever we end up we're just continually uh, pushing the
2: envelope that's such a so well put you know because I I do really think that this is not necessarily always a technology solution you know it's it's, it's, a lot of this can be a social solution a cultural solution Uh, you know I mean this is about breaking bad habits and getting people easily on board with the new way you know And, Mm -hmm. and I think that's a it's a powerful, you know, shift. Also, you know that some of the best changes can just be, you know, a, a reimplementation of what we're already doing in a way that, you know, is is, is environmentally aware and you know culturally sensitive and. Absolutely. You and I have both been in entertainment, right? right? You know, and, and entertainment is is a is a place for people to be able to sort of suspend their lives at the door and imagine. Oh my God, if I could be like Chris and you know and be on that court. Oh my God, would that be amazing? You know, or or uh, you know, uh, I run a circus. You know, I mean, we're all about wonder and magic and mystery, and you know, there's a there's a certain amount of suspension of your life in that moment. And 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 for, for me, a lot of this comes back to play and and play is really so magical and special because you want to do it mm-hmm. and it's as simple as that you know that play when you, when you have people that are internally motivated to do something that's really powerful and if you can leverage that desire and have there be an offshoot of something really positive right a sport is a great fitness activity, you know. <laughs> like you're gonna live longer by going and doing this thing. And if it, you, but but the fact that you're playing says you want to get out there and do it, mm-hmm. right? That's that's powerful, you know. And so you, you won't you catch have, me on a treadmill. You would, yeah, right? right. Well, you know, <laughs> not and, these days. And not. that's so fun, it's it's amazing. Yeah, you would that's, play that's a, yeah. a sport with a broken foot, mm-hmm. right? You know. And I, the second I have an excuse to get off a treadmill, I'll get off. It's you know. All, but all when all your head's in the right. game, you don't even realize. And, okay. and 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 so how can we take some of those same models and apply them? To everything, right? Yeah. So that I floss all the you know regularly, and I you know can make the right decisions mm-hmm. because it's fun, you know. And I want, and or or I really you know get the reason why. And I think there's a there's something in there as it applies to education and fitness and therapy and you know corporate retraining and you know there's a lot of opportunities. I think in 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 you know giving people things that they want to do, you know, and and having it also have a second order positive impact absolutely yeah. building fun stuff yeah I think that's cool we could do that we can do, <laughs> do, sure. right? yeah. do that 100% we but it, there's a there's a total board game revolution going on right now I'm Monopoly you know, guy. The best Monopoly not, player in the world. Yeah, nice. <laughs> that's I, and that's I am, I old school. Is. Really good. Well, okay. So if yeah. you like Monopoly, yeah. there are now there's this. It started in Germany, but there's this sort of like Renaissance of board games, mm. which started with something called Settlers of Catan, uh, which so I highly recommend that. Uh, but then there's another one, Codenames, Names, uh, Agricola uh there's a um uh, i personally love one called anomia uh but each one of these there are you know all these disorders yeah they really do (laughs) but uh you know there's even one where it's called it's called captain sonar and Mm -hmm. you me four of our friends we're gonna be three on three uh, operating submarines—it's like multiplayer battleship, okay. where you're—you uh, uh, know, you're the engineer. Here's the captain. Here's the you know the sonar operator. I'm the engineer, captain. So, you know, and we're all working together. But so we're listening to you guys and your instructions. You know, try, it's spying, and you're and and we're trying to pilot our ship. Super fun. Yeah, very I love super, that. Yeah, yeah I'm
1: I'm all for that. Yeah. That's a good one. That sounds like a plan <laughs> <laughs> for sure.
0: And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard today. Please remember to hit subscribe and leave a review on Apple or wherever you get your pods. This helps us grow our community and bring you even more great guests. Until next time. Hi, I'm Anusha Ansari, astronaut and CEO of XPRIZE, a global future positive movement of over 1 million people and rising tackling the world's grandest challenges in exploration, environment, and human equity. We'd love for you to join us. Check us out on your favorite socials and find out how you can support, sign up, or join a team at XPRIZE.org.